0: Hello, Hive Nation. Welcome back to the Hive Nation podcast. Each week, we have leading experts in personal and professional development share their journeys and expertise to help you connect, engage, grow, evolve. We've mysteriously lost JB on Friday the 13th, so I'll have to do the intro. Today, we are joined by Never Quit mindset expert, Hollywood icon, Camp Crystal Lake volunteer, Jason Voorhees. Mr. Voorhees, it's an honor to have you here. Um, I'm just gonna get it started. Um, You're a very motivated individual. Uh, You first appeared at Camp Crystal Lake in 1980, and you never give up. Can you speak on your never quit mindset? Thank you for this opportunity to have
1: me here today on the Hive Nation podcast.
0: The uh, honor is all mine.
1: What I do is I just go after people who are vulnerable.
0: That's a good strategy. We in sales we call that the low-hanging fruit.
1: Ah, okay. I call them the people who can't run fast
0: enough. Hey, um, you know, not to sound cliche, but to each their own, right? Hmm. Um. So you become somewhat of an icon in Hollywood. You've appeared in twelve movies. And uh, had some really good success. Um, what, what's your driving motivation um, on what you do? If I could sum it
1: up in one sentence, Greg, it's, I would get as many wins as I could.
0: Hey, in the Buzzy Sales world, in the Hive Nation, we're all about stacking wins. I think that's something all of the listeners can get on board with. The Hive Nation, tell me about that. Don Nation is uh, an environment, an ecosystem that brings individuals from all walks of life together to find coaching, mentors, uh, experts in any field of practice. Uh, Have you ever had a, a mentor, Jason? People like to think that Michael Myers
1: is my mentor, which it's actually other way around. I have mentored Michael Myers.
0: That's that's interesting Jason because I myself thought Michael Myers was your mentor uh, if I'm being honest I'm a bit of a bigger Michael Myers fan but clearly no no offense but clearly it's because he had a great mentor
1: clearly we all talk, always talk about mentors and you everybody needs a mentor mine was my mother who tragically
0: passed away
1: in 1980.
0: Sorry for your loss. Appreciate um, it. And is that one of your driving factors? So, You know, like we said, they cost twelve movies. Is that your um, is that your motivation to keep going to keep her legacy on at Camp Crystal Lake? To have that attitude
1: and that mindset to just keep going to to try and keep her memory alive is the same that we do in business.
0: We try and keep people's memories alive, brother. Mr. Voorhees, you talked about your mentee, Michael Myers. Um, A lot of people today know about Kobe Bryant, great Kobe Bryant. I'm not sure if you're a basketball fan or not. Um, But he talked a lot about alter egos and getting in the killer mindset. One thing that Kobe Bryant did before games was listen to Michael Myers' theme song, the Halloween theme song, to get in that killer instinct. Uh, Have you done anything like that or have you ever heard of anybody using techniques like this?
1: If you can't get up to that, I'm not entirely sure what you're gonna do, but let me say this. Kobe Bryant one of the best basketball players of all time, using an alter ego to get into a mindset. We talk about alter ego all the time. Myself, I didn't need one because I was next level. For a young gentleman like yourself, get into an alter ego, find that space where your mindset changes from regular boring Greg to next level achievement Greg. It's like one-upping somebody on the Nintendo.
0: That's fantastic advice. Appreciate that. I know all the Hive Nation appreciates that. Take it from one of the best to ever do it. Mr. Voorhees, find an alter ego for yourself. So, Mr. Voorhees, you talk about alter egos. Um, You've never used an alter ego before? Never. Have you helped others Find their alter ego. Absolutely. I know this guy personally. Really? Yes. Uh, could you
1: kind of elaborate? He's got a great name. Okay. And what he does is, first of all, his name is Jason Barish. He uses me as his alter ego. You're kidding. I'm not. He told me. Wow. Uh-huh. And so what he does to get into the Jason Voorhees mindset is that, not necessarily, he's not a killer, by any stretch of the imagination, but he is a top performer and achiever because of me, because he uses me to push himself to the next level. You know, I
0: think that is ringing a bell.
1: I think he maybe talked about it before. I
0: think so, yes, and actually, our book is right behind you, The Alter Ego Effect. Um, Jason is my mentor. Not Voorhees, but maybe he is because he's the best to ever do it. But Jason Barish is my mentor, and we talked about Alter Egos all the time. Uh, I'm still unaware of where Jason went. Jason, do you know where Jason is? I think it's
1: Jason Day today.
0: So he probably thought that it's a stat. That's true. It is hashtag Friday the 13th, and it's a real Friday the 13th. Uh, Legit
1: Friday the Thirteenth, aka
0: Jason Day. This is this is the day, and it should be a stat it, for a guy yeah. named Jason. Absolutely. I am out. Hi, nation. <laughs> we're out. Oh, no, we're not. Out we're yet. not. We're not out yet. Um, Mr. Voorhees, if you could give. Some words of motivation or uh, you know, mentor or advice to the members of the Hive Nation. What's, uh, what would that piece of advice be?
1: There's three pieces that I would say. One, use your time wisely. Two, never quit attitude. And three, always do what you, can. what you can't accomplish. Never say that you can't. So, whatever you can do, can do. Whatever you can't do,
0: don't do. That's some amazing advice. Thanks. Now you're talking about the alter ego. I think I know where Jason Barish gets that phrase from. Must be from Mr. Voorhees.
1: He's a smart guy.
0: Yeah, he's got his moments. (laughs) Let's not give him too much. That's true. Yeah. I I would say he learned a lot from you. Um, So, I know I asked you about the never quit mindset. Could you elaborate on you can't do what you can't do, but you can do what you can do. You can't. You can't have control of
1: something that is out of control, out of your own personal control. So whatever you have in front of you, you just tackle that on a basis by basis um, outcome. I guess it would be a good way of saying it because now you have set out your goals in order to accomplish x use those goals to get to x even if they're tiny goals and now you just up the next one so let's say you have 20 goals in front of you but they're very small we use big big hairy audacious goals as big goals though if you just want to put out three small goals or 20 small goals for that matter, and then accomplish each one individually, stack those wins. Don't do what you can't do. Just keep stacking those small wins
0: till you get the big one. That's what I would say. Wow, that's fantastic advice. You know, not to take this in a totally different uh, direction, but I do have to say, this is one of those moments in life when I'm truly experiencing the don't-judge-a-book-by-its-cover. Some people would look at you and think, this guy's a maniac. But the man behind the mask is actually fairly insightful, Hive Nation. This is quite a refreshing conversation. Oh my goodness, JB! What's going on, dude?
1: (laughs) Cat's out of the bag. Voorhees is JB. Uh, That was fun um for the whole thing about uh, you know we like to have fun around here but uh, jason worries is literally my is literally my uh alter ego and to get into like a workspace within my head i literally use jason worries not as the serial killer but as a motivation where he had the never quit never give up attitude and that's why i you know you know uh, It's not perfect every day, but you still always have to be able to, you know, get to that point of where you're going to, you know, be next level. And like I say, not every day is perfect and there's, you know, I always say no bad days, but you know, and people are always like, Oh, here we go again. No bad days. There's going to be bad moments within days, but never let it affect your entire day, your week, your month, whatever. Just, you know, move on, like accept it and move on. And that's, that's kind of how, you know, we go and we, you know, we talk about, we talk about the alter ego effect all the time. And, you know, Todd Herman, Todd Herman, uh, is really a genius, uh, for this book. Like it's, if anybody who hasn't read it, you know, uh, we encourage it all the time. We talk about all the time and it's for good reason. It's, it's fun to get into that other person that's inside you. Everybody has that person. And so, you know, get inside that person, you know, let that other person out and, or ego out in this case and, you know, attack your business, attack your, your, uh, deals, your your meetings, whatever, with a different perspective than what the person that is visual to everybody, if that makes any sense. So you may be sitting there all dressed prim and proper for a meeting, but you could, you know, get into that different groove now where you're like, okay, now I'm you know somebody else, and I'm going to take this meeting over because they don't see that side of me or they don't know that side of me, and that's what he talks about. And he he literally has done it for you know, I mean some of the biggest names out there, right? Yeah. Like, you know, it's that's what I would say, Greg. That's that's how I would get to it. Um, you know, that being said, we talked about like you know like Michael Myers, right? He's the same way. He's yeah. got that same mindset, right? Oh, yeah. that, that never give up mindset, and. I'm not saying that everybody needs to be a serial killer's mindset. Let's be honest. Yeah. unless you're a serial killer, you probably don't know what that's like. <laughs> and of course, these are made-up serial killers, yes. right? They're not. They're not. Uh, they're not for real. But you know, uh, you can always get your motivation from whoever, whether it be mm-hmm. fictional or non-fictional, right? So, um, we were going to talk about um, some of the horror movies that we like you know going forward and some of the characters that we are within there in order to you know gain that motivation so is that where we want to start now Greg, or what do you yeah think? i
0: think uh yes and no uh you know i think the one thing is some of the listeners listening to this one might not know jason and me are, are big horror movie fans uh we love a good spook uh especially in october and on hashtag jason day but uh you know, I, I, we always look at things from that growth mindset, you know, I do, for sure. Um, and we look at horror movies. Jason Blumhouse, Blumhouse Media, if you've seen Paranormal Activity, you know, I think everybody has at least heard of that, or Insidious. These culty, kind of small-scale movies that this man took and turned a very weird thing to like, yeah. slashers, horror movies, demons, into a billion-dollar business. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, we've talked about it lots, but no matter what your passion is, clearly you can turn it into a business. Clearly. So, like, Jimmy, what would be, like, a tip for somebody that you would give on, hey, just because it might be a weird idea to some, it still could be a good idea? A niche
1: idea, obviously, is, you know, sells nowadays, right? Like, there's, there's so many niche things. And, I mean there's there's so many people that are very um cosmetic about what they you know what they think that they should look like so you know cosmetic stuff sells all the time mm-hmm. but if you want to fo- if you want to talk about a niche market a niche uh idea or a niche uh product you know and you think you know well you know that's maybe maybe that's a dumb idea or you know maybe that's not you probably should take it one step further than just, you know, axing it out. and say, You probably should put it out maybe to your network and say, Hey, I've got this idea to make uh, 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 a net, And it's made out of this because it's biodegradable or whatever that case may be. And, you know... If the market's there, you know, I would say take a chance that, especially if there's minimal uh, investment risk on it, you know, it's all, it all comes in dollars and cents, I suppose. You know, if you, had, if you have $100 million, it's easy to start any business, but if you have 10 bucks, you can still do it, right? And there's, there's e-commerce sites, there's, uh, you know, for example, like for the Hive, we have uh, Hives on there that are for startups, for entrepreneurs, for sales that you can find help on there, right? That you, if you are looking for that next level help, you know, that's where, that's why we decided to start the Hive, right? That was the whole thing that, you know, there's always these people that are looking for coaching, mentoring networks that now you can do it, right? And now you can match, you can find your network. So I would say to that person, you know, go for it until, uh, I mean, it, it, it until you can't, I guess, you know, and then if it's just not, not doable or if it's just, you know, some... Some ideas, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you a dumb idea, okay? Uh, me and uh, a very good friend of the Hive, uh, Mr. Tyler Knox, shout out to you, Guy. We had an amazing idea back in the day, okay? And, and don't steal this to everybody. Trademark, copyright,
0: TM, we got lawyers.
1: <laughs> so Guy and I had this idea of, uh, you know, everybody's sitting there driving down the street and they're singing along, right? And there's people that play the drums on the steering wheel, or air guitar. We thought about putting an actual, like, guitar, just a mini one, stuck on your gear shifter or on the dash. And you can strum the guitar along to the song while, you know, in your car. Or have a little drum set set up on top of your dash, and you can play the drums while driving. Well, apparently, uh, there's, like, some sort of distracted driving laws or something. Whatever. And uh, that probably wasn't going to fly. But... So there's just an idea that came out of, you know, mm. watching people uh, sing and, yeah. and play drums on their steering wheel, right? So there's certain things that are a dumb idea, and then there's certain things that are a really good idea. And like, you know, it doesn't necessarily even have to be in tech, you know? Let's, no. we can, t- you talk about stuff like, um, uh, like uh, the one that first comes to mind is like those Dr. Ho pads. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. you know That you can put on wherever. and. You know, I kind of thought that it was kind of like a, a like a joke, like a, it was like uh, an infomercial type Snake of thing. Snake oil. Snake oil, yeah, like ShamWow. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Vince, wow, ah, this is the greatest thing ever. But if it, if you actually have ever tried one of those, it, it actually works. It yeah. actually feels really good. Yeah. So you know, there, there's those infomercials, and then there's stuff that actually works. So yeah. you know, there's you can do whatever. Tupperware was one of the very first ones, and Tupperware's yeah. been around for ever and a day.
0: Yeah. And like, there's a very lot of very successful, you know, primarily women that have turned, you know, they the Tupperware reps, and they have these big Tupperware parties, and it's kind of like, oh, haha! But it's like, no, they, they, that's their successful business. They could be stay-at-home moms and still generate great revenue from plastic containers that hold our ter- leftover turkey. <laughs>
1: okay, okay. Now this gives me a fantastic idea. Let's hear it. So, if. If the if women can have the uh, the the Tupperware market, is there a plastics market uh, storage container market that can be
0: male dominated? You know, it must be like the the storage tote because. Ah. Shout out to my old man. Shout out to dad. Every person that walks in his garage, my dad's got like the shelves and like all of them, the matching storage containers, <laughs> and they're all labeled. And every guy that walks in is like. Damn, this is a nice looking garage. <laughs> Look at the storage up there. That's like the classic dad thing to do. A dad just sits there with his beer in like the bar corner, and he's like, "Yep, pretty sweet." <laughs> Love it. I know. I know Mac Pollock, one of my best friends. Mac Pollock loves that garage. So shout out to Dad. Shout out to Mac. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, like to wrap that up, like you know. Jason was was my sounding board for, for a lot of ideas and, and continues to be. So, if, you know, you have that idea, you think, ah, uh, no, nobody's going to give any air to this idea. And you don't have somebody in your network already that, you know, is that sounding board or could give you some advice, the Hive is the place for you. That's where you can connect with a mentor. That's where you can connect with a person that will listen to you because they have that growth mindset. So if you don't have that around you today, Hive is the place for it, or if... You're not ready for that. Just reach out directly to Jason and me. We'll help you out. We'll, we'll guide your path for sure. Absolutely. All right. Now let's get to the fun stuff. Fun stuff in motion. Feel the goosebumps. You feel the shiver up your spine. It's the Hive Nation. Horror <laughs> <laughs> movies. Okay. So Greg, um, what's the last horror movie you watched? Um, the last horror movie I watched was Happy Death Day, actually. <laughs> you know, okay. Not a, not a super scary one or a super, yeah, I don't know, maybe it's not even very good. It's a good laugh. Um, my favorite kind of horror movie is those like spine chilling, like I want to be scared for the whole hour and a half, and when I go to the bathroom after, I want to be frightened. But we like to keep it light. Obviously, this whole podcast is basically about that. Uh, Happy Death Day It's about uh, this girl And she keeps reliving this day And she has to find her killer So it's like uh, Groundhog ground Day But she has to find her killer to solve it And and she does And it's a good laugh along the way There's a couple little jumps uh, But yeah, nothing too late The scariest one I've seen lately um, Would be Talk To Me Again, not the scariest one I saw But uh really good one would be um, I know you've seen it, Jason. Yeah. What was your thoughts on Talk to me? Yeah, I liked it as
1: well. It, 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 the first little bit kind of dragged on a bit till it got into it.. Yeah. And like the, the whole premise around a talking hand or uh, sorry uh, uh, a hand that that creates action, yeah is very weird. Like a, it's like a mummified hand, yeah, your arm. yeah and it's very, very weird that way. But uh, it gets into it it gets it, it gets pretty gory there in places it's good. yeah, oh, yeah,
0: it definitely gives you uh not the jump scare but like just like the creepy spook yeah, yeah, because it's like this this girl's trying to like they' they these kids are actually like playing like a drinking game with this like thing that makes you see ghosts right and then she sees her mom right and then she keeps and she gets like addicted to it uh, so yeah, it, it got pretty creepy at that point and yeah, I thought it was a really good flick, and I think, like you said, it set up for number two. Yeah, I would because say at it's the probably end, number two. she's now in the, there. I would yeah. say it's set up definitely for number yeah. two. Yeah. Um, other ones, actually, a really good one was Death Note. Definitely not a new movie. I think it was like 2010. Uh, but this kid finds this notebook that says Death Note on the front of it, and essentially any name he writes in it, that person. Dies and uh goes on this journey and obviously it goes south in in a minute it goes from like he's trying to be a good guy getting rid of all the bad people on the planet to oh (laughs) i got power hungry and uh yeah that was a good one so if you're into scary movies but you're not uh a horror fanatic like us you know, those three are actually a pretty good place to start.
1: So uh the one that I watched uh, just last night as a matter of fact, it's called Totally Killer. It's uh Jason how Bloom, or Bloom again. Um but um the premise around it is that uh the there's a, a serial killer in a small town um and called Vernon actually, which is strange, but uh and it's the, the serial killer is... Attacked 35 years ago. Mm. And it's back in like... 1987... Is when it first starts. And then it progresses from there. But... The movie starts from today... 2023. And then it goes back 35 years. Mm. Okay? So... What happens is... This girl's... Uh, mother gets killed... F- by the same serial killer... That was... Uh, horrifying the place... 35 years ago. So... She gets this time machine with this with one of her other friends her other really smart friend that made this homemade time machine that yeah that's in this photo booth at an abandoned uh uh fairgrounds exhibition grounds and she she's getting chased through these exhibition ground by the current killer and she's sitting in the in the um booth and the killer goes to stab her and misses her and hits the Board, yeah and it sets off this time machine and it sends her back to 1987. Mm-hmm. So now like she sees like her mom and her dad before they met and all this stuff. And, and like all the characters that she've, that she was introduced to at current time, yeah. they're in high school at this time yet. And you know, so anyway, so she goes back there to stop the killing so that her mother doesn't get killed uh. in current time. And yeah, it's, pour a whiskey and it, yeah it's not it's 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 okay it's just one of those okay you know it's the other one that i really liked recently was called host yeah and host is more of a jump scare one oh, yeah. and host was um filmed in the pandemic era where the people are getting together over zoom yeah and they invite a uh Seance, seance person, yeah. yeah, 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 to do a seance for them while they're all on the Zoom thing, not thinking that everything would ever happen. Well, now they have you know conjured up these evil spirits behind them, and uh, now it starts taking them off. There's no gore in this movie, so like you don't expect like slash and blood and everything, but it just makes you jump because mm-hmm. like the, the, the chairs move fast and they get pulled off screen and you know stuff like that.
0: I, I really liked it,
1: it was it was different anyway. I
0: it was good. F- good message, too. Not to, not to spoiler too much of it, but uh, you know, you have to take certain things seriously in life. And uh, if you're ever messing around with demons, I suggest you take it you know, at least a little bit serious because, uh, yeah, it goes south when they start thinking it's a joke. And then uh, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. <laughs> yeah, but it was, it's good. Uh, uh, the thought-
1: other one that I watched recently, too, was The Possession of Hannah Grace. It's one of those possession ones where uh they they try and do an exorcist on her and they can't and they end up killing her instead and she goes to the morgue and, but now she comes back a, yeah. to life and uh goes she starts tormenting the people within the morgue and uh like the, oh, yeah. the workers and stuff That'd be a it was it was okay that i liked i really liked the lighting and the setting sure.
0: of it it was it was good it was, it? yeah it was good yeah um so before I, I want to talk about you know our favorite ones, but before that you know we talked about some some bad or not great ones, and I think that's like a really cool way to look at the horror movie industry in particular. You know we talk about niches. It's like you know a guy like Jason Blue, we keep talking about him, but he's the most probably known. Uh, he's had some flops, and horror movies don't get raving critic reviews, and they're never gonna win an Oscar, but they keep making. Yeah, and they keep enjoying it because that's what they love, and they know there's a there's an audience for it. Like there's still like it's you know a polarizing thing to look at. The budget for these movies is pretty low, so like let's say it's like six million for some of these, and they still gross like $40-50 forty fifty million worldwide. Yeah. Which like in the movie industry, oh that's a bust. Yeah. It's like you still made forty. That's yeah, pretty good. Bucks, yeah. yeah, and you only had two people to pay for actors. Yeah, like, great, right, Yeah, <laughs> the only two people that
1: ends up at the end. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so.
0: Um, yeah talking about favorite ones I think it might be a gimme but this is uh, a gimme
1: so my favorite one obviously going back and I was young when I first saw it, but uh Friday the thirteenth is one of my favorite ones the original and then there 's twelve more and you know they kind of become repetitive a little bit, but still it 's one of those that you can just sit back and watch and if you aren't expecting something to happen, you know you can still get a jump scare out of it. Oh, yeah. And there's still slasher. There's still slasher movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah, I can appreciate that. Halloween again, of course, with Michael Myers. That yeah. it's a classic, right? And uh, uh, so yeah, we'll see. Halloween ends was last uh Halloween, and so we'll see if uh, like like a year ago, twenty twenty two, I guess. Um, so we'll see if they're gonna continue it on with a possession of somebody else within that yeah. movie, but because um, it technically they put him through a, a grinder.
0: So Shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a, a metal grinder. So yeah. So like on that, like Halloween is definitely one of my favorite ones, and yeah, it branches off a couple times, but the main series has officially ended. You know, they say this all the time. It's just like people retiring. Oh, the bands done, we're never singing again, and then, you know, Molly Crew. Right. But, you know, the the original actors and the original director, they're like, this timeline of Michael Myers has ended. Because yeah. really, unless, like, they turned it into a possession thing, which they kind of did, uh, hell they kinda happens, kinda which, did. like, it was a good movie, I still liked it, but I'm like, really? Yeah. We're going to start making this a possession thing? Like, Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I think, you know, if the, they're going to remake them, it's, it, they're classics. You know, even the Rob Zombie ones, they were def- definitely different. Definitely. I thought they were still so good. I thought they were good too. Um, and the, the other slasher, you know, the big three, I think, you know, with Freddy, Freddy Krueger's there too, but I think Scream is the other one, Ghostface. I think they're good because you get a good kick out of them. Yeah.
1: So Scream 7 is coming out next year. Yeah. Scream 6 was here out uh, 2022, yeah. I think.
0: And it, I liked it. It was good. They, you know, they definitely up like, the amount of, like, gore in it. There were some, some pretty brutal brutal scenes in it. Yeah, but, no, that's
1: uh, true. They're good fight scenes, too. Jenna uh, Tanga, like, yeah. you know,
0: she's kind of the trending kind of horror with Wednesday and all that. Yeah. Like, I thought she did a good job. I thought she did they too. They cast it good. There's still some odes. And it does to the it, old ones or the original ones. they're all still in it and it's, you know, again, kind of repetitive, but, like, the whole premise with all the sequels in Scream is they're either replicating the original killers and then they made movies in the movie and then people were replicating the movies. So they like turn it into like Scream if you will. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I thought it was super good.
1: Yeah. I thought it was good too. And then of course we, we talked about uh, the other one, the other uh, uh, series that it's actually comes out tomorrow here is Saw X. Mm. And so Saw is another one that is very much, you know, highly, uh you know followed and there, it has its it's oh, yeah. you know cult if you want to call it that for or, sure. you know and so if you if, we're, if you're into those like the saw movies the new one comes out tomorrow i'll be going to it for sure uh yep. it's one of those ones that just expect to see the unexpected within you know like they they, they do some like weird stuff like you know you have to cut your arm off in order to grab the keys, or you, yeah. stop, you stop, it's, it's very, very differently yeah. put together, but yet, yeah. I, I the settings with always Within Saw are always very good. Um, so yeah, that one comes out yeah. tomorrow. The one that ha- is out, or maybe it comes out tomorrow I, as well. I think it is though. Uh, exorcist believer.
0: Yeah, that one looks creepy.
1: Totally creepy in those exorcist movies. If you're if you're not into seeing, you know, people getting walking yeah. upside down and backwards. It's weird to see, like uh-huh. <laughs> whether it's just acting or not, it's very weird to see. And uh, like there's green barf everywhere, and there's you know, whatever. But uh, I still get a kick out of them, they're oh, yeah. they're creepy. And I that. thought the
0: Pope's one, the Pope's Exorcist, was good. With yeah,
1: him. yeah, I've watched that too, like actually. Not Russell
0: Crowe, uh, yeah, 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 Russell yeah, Crowe. yeah it was Russell Crowe, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but uh, you know it's funny you know talking about the Exorcist that was one of like the original horror movies right uh, was that 1970 something something like that and like the amount of desensitization that the world has gone through it's like oh whatever That's just another movie like that movie people like movie theaters were like banning it people were like like going to church after and like puking in the in the theater like that was like completely like... Nothing, because it was free love back then, and then it was like, who made this? This terrible person is trying to ruin my life. I'm scared for the rest of my life. And now it's like, something we enjoy.
1: (laughs) You know, I'll never forget going to Blair Witch Project. Cool. And people come out of there and literally blowing chunks all over the sidewalk. Oh, yeah. And like, well, because it's very shaky, the camera. Yeah. So if you can't stand that, I guess that's what happens. But it wasn't because they're necessarily scared, because it wasn't the most scariest movie I've ever seen. No. But uh, yeah, it was just it, that. That was when I left that theater, I'm like watching people throw up yeah. all over the place. It was very, very weird. Um, what's the other one? Oh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is another one that I want to see that's coming out. It's coming out for the American Thanksgiving around uh, November 17th, I think is the release and uh, it looks very good. Uh, I just saw the the trailer for it the other day, basically uh, uh, a creepy looking pilgrim guy.
0: Yeah, it does look pretty creepy. Goes and
1: axes people off. <laughs> I mean, it looks it looks like one of those slasher movies. So I'll, I'll be taking one of those in. There's a few that I would recommend if anybody who is horror fans listening to this do not watch Winnie the Pooh Blood and, and Guts or Blood and What's Blood it, and honey. honey Blood and Honey. It is awful. Like like minus for me. It wasn't good at all. The Nun 2... Is, is just recently out. Wrecked it's not very good. Yeah, Wrecked It as well for me. I'm not a fan of the it. The Last Insidious was garbage. The Last Insidious was not very good. Um, Boogeyman is not, was not very good. Um, yeah, there's just. I, I can understand, like, the, you know, you don't take a horror movie seriously at all. Like, you just no. say for entertainment value. So, I mean, like it or lumpy, but just this. The, the Wind the Pooh was very, very bad, and uh, The Nun wasn't very good. No. So, um, what other ones, uh, what other ones would you, uh, want to see? What would be, I'll, I'll change that up. What would be your ultimate horror movie that you said that would, ho- that would scare you from beginning to end?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So off camera, and we are talking and me and my roommates are, are all in agreement, or at least two of us. One of our roommate doesn't really like scary movies, but we make them watch them. I want to be scared the whole time. You know there's a time for dialogue and to me that's a drama like Oppenheimer you know something a movie like that way it's like there's a big plot horror movies do not need deep thick plots they need to give me a little bit of information on what this demon is just enough because the unknown is what the scary part is it's like what's this thing capable of so give me a scene you know a little bit of isolation camp, I think the the camp or the cabin in the woods scene is always like a little, because there's nowhere to go. Here, it's like easy. I'm just going to run where there's people and I'll probably be okay. Isolation, give me like a little, a guy finds a book and it's like ripped up pages and it's like at the very last thing he says is close this book, get rid of this book. He goes, whatever. And then all of a sudden, stuff starts moving on. The lights doesn't make it go away. The daytime doesn't make it go away. And you actually see the thing. It's not just a poltergeist. That right there, truly terrifying. And then it can start like manipulating the people's thoughts. Like the, that possession side of it. Or like, you know, the, the afterlife side of it. Like something's coming back for vengeance. That right there. Give me like that. That is just non-stopping. And at the end, there's no resolution. I want like, and dot, 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 cut to black like The Sopranos, make me go, okay, what happened? What if I go to Mount Virginia? Is it there? Is it real? <laughs> Am I going to get possessed? Like, I want to be like, truly terrified. Make it
1: real enough, but still unknown enough where I'm like, <sighs> whoo uh, One one movie that that did creep me out like that a little bit was Wong. Have you ever seen Wong?
0: Nope, but I know it's creepy because it's foreign
1: ju is a remake of an American movie, and now I have to look it up because uh, the Grudge. Oh. It the Grudge was with um, uh, that, that uh, what, what was her name back in the day? Um, she was always in. She was always the good little girl in uh, in in all those things. I'm just gonna look it up here real quick.
0: Anna oh, wait, that's a scary movie. <laughs>
1: Sarah Michelle Geller. Yeah. Sarah Michelle Geller was in the original Grudge, The Grudge. And it was, it was a, Zhu Long is a remake off of that. Mm. And it's, but it's done Japanese in, in Japan. And it's, it's the original one is in, in Japanese language.
0: That would be terrifying.
1: <laughs> the, the character, the main character on there with the long black hair, the, 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 the dyed out white skin, the huge eyes, black eyes is creepy as
0: F. You know, the grudge and the ring, those are two ones that the are The ring as well. Terrifying. The ring
1: looks like the, the lady of the grudge. Yeah. Like, it's or of Juong. It's creepy. Mm-hmm. Like, just one of those people that you just don't want to come home and see you sitting on your couch.
0: Yeah, if, <laughs> Okay, so here's a question for you. Uh, in a slasher, like, the classic stage slasher... Are you surviving the whole time, like, realistically, based on your personality? Because we know the people who die first. Are you dying early in the movie, or are you going to make it? Are they going to let you live on?
1: I'm going to be in number two, three, and five. I'm that guy that just just barely escapes, but yet I inflict enough damage on the guy Mm -hmm. that he's like, oh, I better not piss around with this guy anymore. I'm going to move on to the (laughs) next guy, and then he comes back to me, right? And, like... Uh, I, I'm not entirely sure how that would look, but I mean, I'm as long as I get the last good one in, that's all I want. Yeah. Like you know, like it's I need to, I need to be able to throw haymakers. And at the same time, it's the you know, we had the 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 theme music on there at the beginning. And I think it's all about that. You know, Halloween and Friday the Thirteenth did that the best mm-hmm. with those theme music, oh. like.
0: Chilling, like nailed. The first, it. Like the first time I heard it, chilling. Even now, like just because I'm such a fan, I'm like it just sets that mood, and you're like, "Ooh, something's about to happen." <laughs> exactly, right? And yeah. On, it, I, I, I would see myself going into the sequels too, but I would take some damage. Oh yeah, for not sure. to be braggadocious, but I, I, that's who I am. I have that hero gene in me. Like I gotta help. Yep. I'm a helper. Yeah. So I'm gonna take a knife to the gut. You know, Michael's gonna get me in the leg. Like I'm gonna be broke, broken up a bit, but I'm gonna just keep on going. And I'm gonna be that that guy that just keeps going and be like, "You're never gonna kill me if you go down. If I go down, I'm taking you with me." Like, um,
1: <laughs> like, um, what's her name off of Halloween? Uh, Lori? Yeah. Uh, what's actually his name again? Uh, oh man, uh, Lee. Uh. Um. Just uh, brain <laughs> me too. Uh, I could see her face. Uh, she was in like the <laughs> original one. Um,
0: <sighs> okay, you're gonna say it. I'm gonna get really mad. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis.
1: <laughs> Shout out to Jamie Lee Curtis. Anyways, so she is tough as as like $2 steak, yeah, right? Like I like the evolution
0: they put her through. Yeah, I do too, yeah, for sure. Right? Useless, you know, helpless little teen. I get useless isn't the right word. You know, terrified. Yeah. Now she's like losing her mind. And then she becomes this like crazy grandma, but toughened. But she's actually the smart one. She's getting prepped. She has these traps set. She learned. Who's after her? Exactly. And what can actually take them down? Exactly. Because I think that was one of the coolest scenes, how they finish Halloween kills and then start, or no, the Halloween and then Halloween kills. No, let him burn! Like, she's got him trapped. Like, they were about to end it, but no, the The firefighters are trying to be heroes. (laughs) Boom. And then what happens to all the firefighters? You don't get to go to the next
1: movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, no, that is, that is definitely true. Um, yeah. Uh, we could probably talk about uh, horror movies all day, but, you know, the the, the, the underlying theme of, of this, obviously, is to have a lot of fun on Friday the 13th and, you know, Jason Day. We always talk about Jason Day because Jason. Um, but the the whole thing around like the, having that mindset like we talked about like we started at yeah. was you know have that killer mindset yeah. have that ability to accelerate yourself yeah. you don't have to always be that person but you can have a version of that person absolutely
0: and don't you know don't let missteps or, or downfalls stop you right you know, you're gonna let one little bump in the road go Oh, my idea is garbage my niche idea on this special notebook that syncs to your iPhone is is no good. No, make adapt, uh, make uh, evolutions of your product or your idea. Make those changes. Keep moving forward. Yep. And at the end of the day, you know, you gotta just have that thick skin and just stop caring what other people think. Yep. Just because somebody goes, that's a dumb idea. That's great. I'm still gonna make a shot at it. I've read a good
1: one today about uh, about boundaries and having boundaries. And um, boundaries, not necessarily holding you back, but boundaries that you've looked upon or let, uh, that you've looked back on and said, I, I created a boundary for myself that was unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And some of it might be, um, you know, like a, a time suck. We talk about oh. time sucks all the time, right? And, you know, so maybe looking back upon it, you'd be like, okay, I like, I'm not going to do that again. Like, you know, starting today, I'm not going to have it. If anybody asks for my time, I'm going to say yes for 15 minutes and this is my rate or whatever that case may be, you know, however that works out. But just know when the time, the person that is, that you're talking to is just going to be sucking your time mm-hmm. without giving you any type of value. So yeah. there's the, the boundaries one was, it spoke really loud and clear yeah. to me today, actually.
0: Yeah. Don't no isn't a rude thing to say. No. And you shouldn't have to tell them why. Like, you know, high achieving people always feel a need, I think, at some point, And, you know, hopefully you get over it. But there's some point everybody feels like they have to explain themselves and justify why they're not doing something for somebody. No. You know, doesn't matter. If you're a father, a parent, a brother, a sister, you know, you have employees, you got to take care of yourself first because yeah. if you're not in check, everything else you... Crumbles. Yep. You know my my one buddy. He's a parent, and he goes, "No, like sometimes I need to like remove myself. You know, take that five minutes for myself, and then you know, go and go and be dad." And that's mindset again. That's yeah, exactly. uh, that's all about
1: growth mindset. So I guess to, to wrap this up here, Greg, real quick, is that you know, I uh, g- join the hive. There's hives on there that you know are going to allow you to you know. Unleash the beast, if we want to call it that. You know, get to that next level. Um, <laughs> right?
0: God, I just feel different with this thing
1: on my face. <laughs> so, you know, join the hive. There's there's uh, 15 different hives for you to join from indigenous to law, law enforcement, military, sales, uh, business, uh, legal. There's, there's 15 different ones out there that you can go in and check it out. Startups, entrepreneurs, and so you can actually go and find your people and you can find that without that person who's going to get you to that next level and you know, not have any judgment, but they may just be that next push that, you know, that the alter ego will get you to, uh, and you know, maybe help you, you know, succeed or, or push your business to the level where you never thought it could go only because that your mindset isn't there, that you have an actual mind block Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, we've had, we've had mind block coaches on here who yeah. get you over there. Tony Wang was one that, that conversation with Tony, I, I still go back and, and I revisit that one because, you know, Tony's a really smart guy and just the way that he's set it out to go over, get over mind blocks is like, it's pretty easy. Yeah. You just have to apply it. And
0: coincidentally, Tony Thackeray. Must be something about the name Tony. Tony yeah. It's both of those guys. That's right. Both. Yeah, Yeah.
1: that's right. That's hundred percent correct. So anyway, and you know, a lot of them actually, you know, from, from Andy Hung to, uh, Sean Taylor to all those guys, you know, they, they, they're all basically get over the mindset like episode
0: one to 40, everything in between. That's right. They they all touch on it.
1: So anyways, uh, you know, that, that's, that's what, that would be my advice for, for today. And, and, you know, this is, this is great. Uh, Jason Day, Friday the 13th, get out there, watch your favorite movie, uh, you know, Halloween's coming up, so you know, dress up, go take your go how trick or treating, trick or drinking, uh, or, anyways, uh, yeah. Let's let's Jason day it up. Hi, nation, for Greg, JB,
0: and Jason Voorhees. We're out. <laughs>